0: Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, 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 if this is your first time watching this, wherever you're watching this from, um, let me introduce myself. For the first-timers, and of course, if you're a returning person, you know who I is. You know who I be. <laughs> I'm Dr. Samarian Colbert. I'm uh, the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling, where I'm located right now. I'm a licensed therapist. I've been in mental health for over 16 years. I've a published author. I've written over 60 books. I'm, I think I'm a book number 68 i am a um i just am a christian i love me some jesus and hi uh, i tend to be a little bit different from your average therapist i give you faith-based principles to bring about lasting change and I also talk about a lot of your kingdom assignment um that i think isn't related to your emotional and mental health because when you're operating your kingdom assignment there's certain attacks there's certain oppositions but there's also certain blessings that will come in your direction, and uh, one of the things that have happened to me in the last few years is I've been able to, um, and on some level, I haven't gotten to the full, uh, the fullness of what God has in store for me, but I have been able to launch out and become a full time entrepreneur, and so I'm so faithful. I am faithful. Excuse me, but I'm grateful for that. <laughs> and so this may not necessarily be mental health related. But I promise you, um, it, it in some ways is indirectly <clears throat> what we're going to talk about today, um, because um, I don't know, just being able to walk into your assignment. But there is some wisdom um, that you have to use, and some faithfulness that you have to endure, and uh, anything you want to do. I always, say the enemy is not going to fall asleep and um, and, um, and and allow you to operate in your kingdom assignment. Okay, so hopefully I won't have any troubles, y'all. It took me a good thirty minutes just to log in to record this because my microphone, uh, <coughs> excuse my microphone um, cord is acting up. I just ordered another one, but hopefully uh, it will it'll it'll hold out until we um, until we convene again. But the topic of today is um, what you should do before you take the leap uh, of faith into your uh, into your um, your entrepreneurial journey i like to give my take because i have a more of a balanced view um i am I'm, I'm not one we talk about being a full-time entrepreneur and that's just anything you do if you want to do it'll apply to if you whatever you want to do uh full-time if you want to be a full-time uh, ministry if you want to be an entrepreneur um i'm not a huge component or huge fan of people say so i just jumped out without a plan Talk about anxiety. <laughs> Will you jump out on a plane and you make sure? So, I want to talk a little bit more about that. And I did give my testimony a while back, probably back in November, about my journey into full time entrepreneurship. It was not easy. I still had to go through a process, I had to learn um, how to uh, be diligent, be faithful but also learn my craft, my skill. And for those who don't know, again, um, my skill is writing. If you wrote, if you uh, read some of my books when I first started writing over 20 years ago and how I'm writing now, it's going to be very different. Okay. Um, my skills as a clinician, um, being an entrepreneur, which I really want to address working professionals uh, when you are in a regulated, highly regulated field, which is very different from coaching. You can do it. A lot of therapists and my, experienced very, uh, we're not very supportive. And the reason why that is because when we go to school, whether you be a, a clinician like myself, or we call it a licensed therapist clinician, a uh, nurse practitioner, medical doctor, they t- most of the time, 99.9% of the time, they teach you treatment. They don't teach you the other side. And you kinda have to learn and grow and take classes and all that as we go along. So I'm not gonna fully uh, give you my, 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 my testimony cause it's already there. And for those who are watching this via YouTube, I will link that below. Um, but I want to give you some tips that you need to do uh, before you launch out your journey into full-time entrepreneurship. It is I want to just kind of speak to everyone's fear that it is a leap of faith, but it is an informed decision through prayer, through being diligent, um, uh, to being faithful where you are, learning the skills that you need to learn, and then, uh, having certain things in place. Uh, I, please don't look, I'm not knocking nobody. Please don't, don't tag me. Don't say I'm coming from anybody. Cause I've heard people say full-time entrepreneurship and I just took the leap, and I didn't even have a plan. And I do not under any circumstances support that. If that is someone else's testimony, that's fine, <laughs> but you need to know that may be their journey. And it is, it may not be your journey. Don't don't you do that. OK, you got to make sure you hear from God first. Uh, so I'm going to give you some practical steps uh, again, because you you want to be a full time entrepreneur, but you don't want to have to be in a place where you're full time for six months or full time for a year. And then you got to go back. Now, no shade if that's happened to you. We, we learned our lesson. But if, if your journey is to be is is to be full time entrepreneur until the rest of your journey in your life, and your career, um, uh, there's some processes that have to take place. And um, not bragging, don't look at me like I'm bragging. Uh, <laughs> please don't take it that way. But I'm in a position uh, as someone who can speak to that, that has different streams of income, which I'll talk to you about that in a minute, but also uh, my main bread and butter, which is my private practice, I will not have to go back uh, into working for someone else unless I choose to. Um, there's certain things that I've always uh, wanted to do Um, that I haven't done yet. For example, I wanted to teach at the academic level. Do I still want to do that, huh? I don't know. Uh, I may not ever do that because that's changed. You know, you have all these ideas that you want to do in your life and you think, ah, do I really want to do that? Um, I don't know. I used to want to have a practice um, of other people. And do I really want to do that? Uh, I don't know, because I don't want to manage people. I don't want, um, I don't know, I'm just not, I just don't like being, you know, in one place. Um, so I want to talk to you about how do you make informed decisions? Some, uh, uh, some. Um, time maybe. I don't know if it's gonna be next. I'll talk about uh, the benefits of being a full time entrepreneur. There are some benefits, and it's not the same that you see on social media. People just buy all this stuff and they have all this money coming in, and you just go shopping to Gucci store, honey. Okay, now there are some benefits such as financial, but <laughs> don't look at these entrepreneurs on YouTube think, Oh my god, yes, I just buy a whole bunch of stuff at the designer store, honey. You have to be a budget, you gotta pay your taxes, all that good stuff, right? Okay, so the first thing that I did, and again, uh, for some of this, if you've already listened to my testimony. Um, it may be a review, but I'm still going to kind of emphasize a lot more, not necessarily my testimony, but things that you should do. Uh, So one of the things that I do is when you want to look at your main streams of income. Okay. look at your main streams of income. Okay. We're not leaping out of faith and uh, we don't have backup plan. I'm so sorry. Don't do that. Right. And so you want to try to set yourself up to have multiple streams of income, right? The Bible says, um, which, which I'm going to misquote it (laughs) because I don't have it right in front of me. Which of you does not, before you go to war, does not sit down and count up the cost? That is a wise thing to do. Uh, And so you want to not only look at your income, but look at the different streams of income that you may also be able to look into. Now, it does not mean all those streams of income are going to be flowing at the exact same time. Remember, streams flow at different places and spaces. For me, what I did was I I I was able to look at my finance and look at my main bread and butter, which is right now, which is my private practice. But I have other things. I have books, I have courses. Uh, I'm not. I think I'm monetized on one social media platform, and I probably got like twenty five cent honey. So, that's, <laughs> but that's something that I'm gonna continue to work at. And uh, and again, the goal is to become uh, monetized at that stage as well. And so, before you take a leap, you have to look at. Um, what's already there? Because, again, talk about anxiety. When you jump out, right, and you don't have any other source of income, you kind of got to go along and get along. <clears throat> I'm going to talk to you briefly about a budget that even though I'm not a finance person, it's not. that's not what we're going to focus on today. But look at your main sources of income. What I did was I looked at my main sources of income. I paid down as much possible bills that I could have paid for. Those who don't know, I did explain in my previous teaching that I paid off a whole car. Uh, I'm, I'm, I really had to look at my financial situation and make sure. Plus, for me, I wanted to have a certain lifestyle. Like I am not a, a, a snob or a bougie and I have to have... Uh, this type of lifestyle for this, that's not me, but I don't want to go from living comfortably to being like broke. I've been broke before in my lifetime and I've had some struggles in that area and I want to be able to do things. I like get my hair done, get my nails done. I can do all this myself. I want to be able to go on a trip every now and again. Okay, I've already planned my trip for the, this year. So these are lifestyle things that I just i just need and I don't want to go backwards. And that's another reason why I didn't jump out so so quickly. And some people may, I didn't. And I'm so sorry if I'm rushing. I really tried to log into this a little bit sooner, but I just had issues with my mic. Um, and so look at your main bread and butter, but also look at, for example, um, I, uh, train and teach on what I've studied in school, I write books now. I don't write other my clients uh, history, but I write books on emotional healing, mental health, all those things. I write books related to what I'm expertise at. I also look at speaking engagements. But again, you should still have a main thing. Uh, if you don't have all those flowing, don't think that you can't step out in on faith. OK, look at your budget, how much you I have. Two different bank accounts. Don't stop. <laughs> I have—I don't know if you can hear that now. Yeah, I have two different bank accounts. I had—well, no, I have actually four. But I had separate my business finances from my uh from my personal finances, and go from there. Okay. So point number two, I got ahead of myself, y'all. I'm reading my notes, I do take notes. A look at your finance and your budget. What at minimum can you afford to live on? Uh, And you should have a savings. Um, They say you should have saved up six months worth of financial situations. Again, does it have to be all the way? Because sometimes God will tell you to take a leap of faith and you don't have your whole plan all the way out. Right and doesn't go exactly the way you plan. For me, I wanted to have my car paid off before I took the leap of faith. Right, I didn't pay my car off till the month after <laughs> I left my 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 job that I was at for many many years. Um, at the beginning of January, I said at the beginning of January of last year, the Lord spoke to me and said, "I want you to move into a bigger office," and He told me where to move to and the uh, and the amount of uh, rent I'm going to have to pay. Uh, but again, ideally, you don't you want to. You don't want to add new bills. You want to pay off new bills. Okay, so I paid off my car note, but I also moved to a bigger office, so kind of evened out. But again. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing that. There is a part where you have to hear from God. So look at your monthly budget. For me, again, as a practitioner, uh, even though I have these different streams of income, I only looked at, I really, I looked at the other streams of income as extra, but I looked at what my guarantee was. And I know I'm going to speak as a business for some people, or people think you're a therapist. Well, therapists, uh, preachers, teachers, uh, coaches, all those things. What you see in front of us is what we do, but we still have to consider the backside of any business structure. Okay. And so I also uh, um, uh, took out time to look at at minimum, stop it. I got to turn it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I had to look at at minimum, like how many clients I needed to see weekly. So I don't have to dig into my savings. I looked at my savings as extra. Uh, I'm not going to touch my savings. I looked at how many clients I was seeing on a regular basis, that minimum, how many clients I need to see every week to still be able to maintain my financial stability. So, uh, And every week, every week that I I calculated that I literally uh, see about three times more clients that I actually need to see financially, right? Again, I don't see people because of finances. I'm just telling you, it helps to have... This kind of cushion in place for so your mind to start worrying about, like, okay, someone cancels, so what happens? No, no, no. I already had this already planned out. Okay. Again, make sure you have a savings and at minimum what you can afford to live on. But again, I also had to look at my lifestyle. I don't have this grand and granny off lifestyle. I'm not a millionaire yet, but I'm in position. Um, um, So I had to look at at minimum what i want i want to still be able to go to the beach i still want to be able to get my hair and my nails done these are things that i i want to be able to go to conferences i don't just want to be able to sit at home because i i got gas to last me for the week i've been that girl i don't want to go back so at minimum my living expenses my financial expenses but also what can i what am i willing to sacrifice i wasn't willing to sacrifice my lifestyle because it wasn't that extravagant to begin with and then i moved from there and then at minimum how many clients um did i need to see and i told y'all in my last teaching um, um, how, um, I started getting so many more clients from my private practice than I was, uh, in my, um, in my day job. Like literally, I remember one time and I was so overwhelmed. I was so stressed out. Nobody knew it. Cause I know just how to get up, put my clothes on, thug it out. But I was like overwhelmed. I remember one time between Friday and Monday, I had 50, different referrals and I was completely booked out in my private practice but at my day job I was like okay we have a nice client <laughs> so I just I had to I had to take that leap but again it wasn't informed decision um that I needed to uh to 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 really um to think about right and sometimes if I'll be honest sometimes we just don't want to take the leap out of fear what if what if what if what if you know Um, uh, but let go of that fear because remember um your skill set is there, right? Um, but I had something, you know, I had something. Point number three, consider if it is time. Uh, so you don't want to delay the promise of God, because this is a promise from God, but you also don't want to step out prematurely. Uh, and that's in any area of life, and that's in business and in ministry. Uh, and, and you don't want to step out prematurely. And when it's your time. God will put it in your hand. You don't have to play games and all these kinds of things. God will put in your time. But sometimes, um, uh, is it, you know, ask God and pray, God, is this fear that's stopping me or is this you that's holding me back? Right. Uh, is this, you know, cause it's, it's, it's a scary thing. You know, as a person, I, I, I don't disclose my personal information. But I don't have anyone that can, can pay my bills for me for a week or a month or two months. I have, it was, it's literally right now, me and Jesus. And I've learned to depend on him. So when we talk about stepping out on full-time entrepreneurship as someone that is like out here, out here, honey, (laughs) like, I think it took me some time just on that basis alone. Okay. So again, in in your quiet time, God will begin to speak to you. Doesn't mean he's going to say my child come forth, but sometimes all the signs are just there. And, um, uh, one thing I did after God, uh, after I took that leap with faith, the Lord began to speak to me after I submitted my resignation. And he said to the oil is not going to stop flowing. Uh, he started telling me different things about my business, why he told me to move here. So, again, still be mindful. I said this. Keep all debt at a minimum. Try as best not to add in new expenses. So if you're trying to go into full time entrepreneurship, don't go buy a new car. You understand what I'm saying? Don't go as much as possible. But Again, you remember what I told, what God told me and it's, it's I never miss, okay? But but try your best not to add in any new expenses and if anything, you can pay off again, as I stated. <laughs> Cause remember, uh, I don't have any loans or any business loans uh, prior to stepping out, right? And so I'm not dependent upon that. And so uh, your full-time, believe it or not, if you structure it right, even if you're not making a whole lot of money should pay for your part-time until your part-time is your full-time hustle. Ah, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, you're going to have to discipline your spending habits. and I mean, this is realistic. You're going to have to discipline and uh, your spending habits. Because I said before, one of the things that I uh, when I see these YouTubers and they're full-time, it's like they are overflow, overflow. But don't think because you can't go into the Gucci store or the LV store or the or or you can't rock it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to discipline your spending habits. For me, when I want to take a trip, I plan a trip at the beginning of the year and I pay uh, on things, if I know that I always do something for my 40th birthday, if I want to go to get to the designer stores, I know I'm gonna get that. I'm just not gonna get that in the time. I may want it right away. I'm not gonna get it. for this Christmas. I brought myself something. I brought myself a brand new iPad. I bought myself a brand new. And I'm not bragging. Um, I just bought myself an Apple Watch. I went shopping, but again, that was in my budget. But I I have an eye on how much I can spend, so you can still have a lifestyle and buy things that you want. But um, you have to discipline your spending habits. You, I may not be able to get it right when I want it. I, sometimes when I buy Apple products, I buy certified refurbished because it's it's cheaper. Can I afford the brand new? Absolutely. But why would I buy? Because I'm not a tech person. So so people may see you balling out or whatever, and you got all you got all this extra, and you got you know this and that and the third. But they don't see there's a discipline and there's a consistency that has to happen. And once you are faithful over a few things, God will put it in your hand. You know I remember one time when I first started getting different streams, I told myself for my i' I'm, I'm, my birthday, I told myself at the beginning of the year, I was going to have this I'm gonna go here for my birthday. it was some some beach, okay? I ended up not being able to go where I wanted to because at the time, uh, it was during the pandemic. And so I wanted to go to Jamaica. Uh, I was not able to go to um, Jamaica um, because of pandemic, but I still went somewhere and I gave myself a budget. I said, I'm going to go to this store. And I say that my whole uh, almost like because my birthday's in October. Right. And so in January, I'm putting aside money the whole year so that when I go to this place, I can stay in the luxury place that I want to stay at. Um, and I'm going to buy myself all these things that I want in these stores. Okay. I'm not going to tell you, it ain't one of that deep. I wasn't, but I planned my steps to that. And I sell that to say, uh, when you are in entrepreneurship and you can do what you, what you want, but don't look at these YouTubers and they just buying like, You know what I'm saying? They just doing the absolute most. If they're there, that's fine. (laughs) But a lot of these folks that be on these YouTube, these YouTube, these TikTok streets end up being broken a few years. So you have to be faithful where you are, but discipline does not mean you can't live the lifestyle that you want, have nice things that you want, or what have you, but you discipline yourself and then give yourself small markers, right? To get to that goal. So you have to discipline your spending, particularly when you're in a full-time entrepreneurship entrepreneur because uh again obviously when you're working for a job some of the the cushion is or the safety is every two weeks or however you get paid i know some people in the government age get paid once a month you are guaranteed a check okay but when you're in full-time entrepreneurship depending upon the types of structure your business has you got your residuals that just money that's coming into your bank account without you having to uh, actually work and then you got people have a service-based business and how much you work with how much you get paid right now, majority for me of how much I work is how much I get paid, but I have other streams of income so I still get my uh, my book sales and things like that, but I'm not on I'm not on the New York Times bestsellers list right now. Like you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm in position for that. And so that's my next goal and my next journey as I continue being a therapist is to really continue to push the the other stuff that's behind it so that I can still have a greater cushion. I'm not there yet, but I'm still able to be a full-time entrepreneur. And it still feels good to be able to set your own hours. I don't work full-time hours. I, I don't, I really don't go into my office before a certain amount of time, you know? So there's so many benefits which I will talk to you about in a later time other than just being able to, you know, buy stuff. Because- Honey, listen, just because some of the full-time entrepreneurs not mean the money just the money truck just shows up at their bank account and at that door and just piles it on in. <laughs> so we're being really, really realistic. Okay. And once you have a, a foundation or a cushion to build on, the Bible says once you're faithful over a few things to make you ruler over many, but it helps to not have that anxiety if something happens. Like tomorrow, uh, we're supposed to have bad weather. I have clients scheduled. I'm going to call these clients and say, hey, if you want to do a, a telehealth session or do you want to reschedule, it's not going to hit me either way financially in a bad way. Someone needs to reschedule because I have You see what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm giving you some real practical things so you can avoid kind of the, the ugly side of being a full time entrepreneur and being and self-sufficient and, and so dependent upon you and God. And now you're like, what am I going to do? You know, you still save your money up as, as a full-time entrepreneur as much as you can. You keep your money in savings. Um, you still invest. You still invest in your in your in your life, and you live. Um, but you just be wise, and that is the best thing you can do. Use wisdom. Okay, I said this before. Sometimes I get so excited, y'all. I get ahead of myself, so if I'm repeating myself, you know why. Uh, again, separate your business expenses from your living expenses. I have two business accounts. I have one savings account, and then I have a main account where I pay my my personal bills out of. Okay, uh, and so so you you kind of get what I'm saying. <laughs> and I kind of generally know, and I have an idea of how much I can spend, how much I now. I have a um, I actually have a locked a uh, thing on my computer of my finances and my budget and all that kind. I literally sat down there and wrote all that out um before i took the leap of, of faith into a uh, full-time entrepreneurship and i'm so glad i did okay i am so glad that i did okay because the bills don't stop because you're full-time entrepreneur either <laughs> do energy they still want their money they can't say you did say i took a leap of faith you understand what i'm saying your, your rent or your mortgage they still want their money okay everybody still want their money <laughs> all right uh, four more things and we'll be done for today Um, seek wise counsel from those who are in position to give it and that includes an online community um i the only person i told that i was finally going to make the leap of faith was another therapist who was already doing it now if i would have sought counsel from people that i've known all my life they would have told me don't do it i was at my last place now i've been in the field for a long time for i was at my last organization for over 12 years and so uh, at 40 something, you know, the, it's a different generation. Uh, I, if I talked to the wrong person, they would say, No, you had a good job. You got health benefits. And uh, they would have told me, they would not have advised me to take the leap. But I was able to seek counsel. And one thing she advised me to which I've already done, um, I saw online communities and I saw other therapists who were doing it. I saw, and I didn't see them, obviously, I didn't see them, but <laughs> yeah, I heard them and their testimonies. I went to, I'm, 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 I'm not, I am don't really uh, engage as much as I used to, um, but I uh, remember um, being in these online communities and, and hearing uh, different advice from other therapists who had been already full-time much longer than I remember one lady who said she uh, lost her job and she had a whole Morgan, She had two grown children that were getting ready to go off to college. How scared she was! She said, a year later, she is doing exceptionally well. Had like four or five employees that really helped because I don't have, I don't have, uh, no chick, no child in college. You understand what I'm saying? And so for me, hearing other people, uh, um, and and their experiences, you know what I mean? I never forget one time, uh, so many years ago, when I first started my private practice. I just had, I'm telling you, God will send mentors in your direction without you having to, uh, try to get next to people. OK, um, uh, this lady called me up at random and she was just asking me about my practice. And she was in Virginia. And she had her own private practice. It turned out we knew mutual people at random. We knew mutual people. We had both graduated. I graduated from Howard University. Shout out to Howard uh, many, many moons ago. And she knew some of the professors because we had graduated from the same program. She had graduated years prior to me. And um, she said, well, congratulations. She was asking, have you done this type of assessment? Have you been trained in this? And I was like, well, no, I'm just starting and I'm just. And she was telling me, honey, this is what you need to do do, today. And I never forget. And I didn't call her, which I do regret. (laughs) But she said, if you need anything, if you need anything, you give me a call. That's what she said to me. And I appreciate that so much as a seasoned clinician further along. Now I'm a seasoned clinician, but so much further along in her journey she was able to encourage me. And I was telling you that we live in a world that's very presumptuous. I had people try to give me advice about full-time entrepreneurs and how I need to spend money. And these people were not even in the same field as me, and they were not successful because somewhere down the line, I'm still being successful. These people uh try to get money out of me. But you ask, you see know what I'm saying? So it's like we live in a very presumptuous generation. They're going to tell you what you need to do, how you need to spend your money, blah, blah, blah. Seek a wise counsel from people in position to give it. Those who are not oftentimes will approach your the counsel with fear. Well, I don't know if I'd do that if I was you. But the number one thing the Bible says is acknowledge God in all your ways. He's going to give you clear instructions. God will give you clear instructions. And he will send people in your direction. You don't have to go and try to find people and just do the absolute most. When it's your time, and put it in your hand. Be realistic about what full-time entrepreneurship means. Yes, you are your, your own boss, but I still have to submit to a board. I still have to submit to my licensing board. I still have to register my business every year. I still have to pay for my fine. You, there's Being an entrepreneur is not just, oh, you don't have a job. <laughs> so be realistic about it. Don't be looking at these YouTubers, okay, and nothing wrong with them. Um, but, but be realistic. It's not just about waking up one morning and, 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 and then there's some benefits now this, uh, you know, this on, on, on the June on January 2nd. Okay. Now I just ain't going to brag or January 2nd. Everybody I was like, Oh, I can't stay. I don't want to go back into uh, the work and Oh my God. You know? And honestly, on January 2nd, I spent the whole day in my pajamas because that's, I was off that day into it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was working about books and other things, but to be able to say, I'm off on these days. I only work on, there's so many benefits. So not to say be realistic, be realistic about the benefits and the ugly side, uh, or the not so pleasant side that you may not necessarily anticipate. I wasn't in my pajamas being anxious. When am I going to go back? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there are some positive sides. Um, when you run your own uh, practice, I came from an organization that had a whole staff and I needed a question, a comment or a concern. I had someone like an email, call, talk to somebody. OK, now um, it's just a, a little bit different, but I'm, I'm confident because I, I, I took the leap of faith when I'm seasoned. I kind of know what I'm doing. You know, but I can't say, hey, let me call my supervisor. I have to just stand on business. When people try to take advantage, I can't say, well, because people do. Unfortunately, when you're in human services field, sometimes people will try to take advantage and you have to tell people no. But now they can't say, well, let me speak to your supervisor. Well, that would be me. <laughs> okay. You know, so, but when you step out and you're seasoned in what you do and you know what you do, you can stand, you can set your business principles based upon, again, what is it requested of you or part of your, of your, of your business, um. But you just have to kind of stand and let people not like you if, they, if you have to tell them no at some point, which happens. Sometimes people see me and I'm so nice. Oh, can you sign this paper? Can you sign me out of my work? Can you do this? And I'm saying, no, this is not something that we do at this organization, you know, and, uh, and stand on that. And if you get a bad review or someone doesn't like you or something like that, they just have to not like you. But that happens when you are the captain, uh, so to speak, hypothetically of your own ship. But like I said, when you're in business, in any business, you have to, again, a licensing board, um, and this is for any business. Um, when you're in a healthcare business, it's a little bit more regulated, but the laws that govern your business, you know what I mean? You have to just uh, be considerate of that. Keep good records, obviously, for taxes, one of the things I learned early on. <laughs> so I ended up having to pay taxes, but not this year, obviously, but when I first started. So remember, I've had my own private practice um, for almost uh, seven, almost eight years now, okay? So I didn't, I'm, I'm learning as I'm going. So I ended up having to pay taxes <laughs> in my first year. I broke even. Okay. And that's because by the time I figured out my finances and my write-offs, I didn't keep good of records. And so I ended up having, again, but to God be the glory, I had the money in my bank account. So when they say, you owe this much. I was like, okay, I cut the check. You know, either I ain't owe it. I ain't really owe it. But I just went ahead and cut the check. And it didn't, it didn't, Um. it didn't, it wasn't you know, anything for me as far as it didn't uh, uh, put a dent in my life or my lifestyle, but it's the fact that I had to learn that. So now my records are on point, honey. <laughs> Case IRR and the S coming debit or what it could audit me. My uh <laughs> my, my stuff was in place. You understand what I'm saying? So keep good records as far as your finances. And I'm not going to recommend a particular uh, thing over the other, do what works for you. Cause again, I'm in the healthcare field. So there's certain records we have to keep for our medical records. That's different from my Finances and all that kind of stuff, um, but you have to again uh, know that, and again uh, seek out wise counsel. Seek out as you can um, different courses and training courses and coaching courses. Uh, one of the things I did uh, is attend a lot of business things from the small business center and I had to weed out what would be applicable to me based upon being in the healthcare field versus other things but it still was relevant uh, and helped me to engage in social media but I had to also understand how that works differently for a clinician this is why you can't dm me for services you can't dm me um, and ask to speak to me uh, because uh, I have to protect your HIPAA and your confidentiality but that would be Um, Just one thing. And last thing I'll tell you is that even as a full-time entrepreneur, you still have to set your growth pattern, which I talked about, I think, in previous uh, teachings as well, setting your growth pattern. Like, I still have things I want to go grow in professionally, personally, and otherwise. And again, seeking God's counsel concerning that, but also looking at how I can continue to grow. Being a full-time entrepreneur is not like, oh, checkbox, whoo, money is coming finally can work for myself, sit on my morals. No, uh, I, I, I can be more flexible with my time, but my pattern, my winner's mindset, the, the part of me that wants to uh, continue to grow and evolve is still going to be there regardless of what, you know, regardless, it's just, I have to continue to grow. Um, now I'm a little bit more flexible about my time so that I can uh, be diligent even that much more about my growth pattern. And again, if you want to look at that teaching called the growth mindset, all right? I do apologize if I went through this really, really fast uh, technical difficulties, y'all. Um, I just naturally talk fast anyway, but I'm trying to get better at that. So anyway, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you can comment. <laughs> if you can't, just subscribe, honey. I still love you. Uh, And if you want to uh, book me for speaking engagements or want to know a little bit more about my information, my books, I do have a book called *That Down Your Net. I have a book called On the Business of Leading, which is for business entrepreneurs. Um, I have a a growth mindset planner. All that is going to be there and it's all going to be relevant. Um, And so uh, you can pick that up at my website at drsamericolver.com. The links will be below if you're watching via YouTube. If you're looking for counseling services, you're also a North Carolina resident, and I don't know you personally, <laughs> go to www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. If you're not a North Carolina resident, you can go to psychologytoday.com. And it's not sponsored, and they will help you out there. And of course, if you want to know a little more of training, I do have a training for clinicians called from a uh, practitioner to business owner. And that's specifically for clinicians who want to be entrepreneurs as well. And you can go to www.trainingchristianleaders.com dot uh, com for that one but again, can go to com, and you will be able to um it'll be all the links will be there as well thank you y'all we'll be back in the day in the time and a banger i'll see you next time bye